You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Just had a conversation uh, just a few minutes ago. By the way, you might hear some extra noise. Uh, we are recording outside. And, we and are. Yeah. Our peanut gallery left, unfortunately. So Sadly. Um, Brian was here. And one of the things that he shared that I thought was very intriguing is, um, you know, we need to stop using the word quarantine because quarantine has a bunch of negative connotations to it. And um, instead of using quarantine, use the word or the language re-engagement. It's giving us a chance to re-engage with our family. It's I giving like us that. a chance to re-engage with ourself and a chance to re-engage with God. And that's kind of what our previous conversation was about. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, um, man, listen to last week's. Um, just how do we re-engage with God and how do we rediscover God's calling to our family and our own lives and yeah, uh, see yeah, what yeah. he might do there. That was good. Um, and, and so, you know, my family, we got our stimulus check. Thank you very much, government. Yay, must be the money. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's okay. And it, we we have been very blessed um, recently to be out of debt. We worked very hard, and we are. F- Debt free, and so this money is not needed to go towards debt right now. Nice. And, and uh, so my wife and I started having this conversation, like, well, what are we going to do with this? What are we going to tithe this to? Yeah. And uh, as we were talking about, we realized, you know what, we really need to bring the kids into this conversation because you know they got the five hundred dollars. I mean, we did for the kids, but yeah. we already talked about it. we're giving it to the kids to let them That's know what cool. to do with it. Um, and so what does this look like for them and how do they do it? And so it offered up a lot of great conversations for us about how do we, in this time of uncertainty, fight against the human uh, desire to hoard because we don't know what tomorrow is going to have. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what tomorrow is going to hold. And so a lot of times we are kind of wired and programmed to um, put a bunch of food in the cellar, get up a, a bunch of toilet paper and put it in the garage just yeah, in case. Yeah, you yeah. Know. How do we continue to maintain a spirit and attitude of generosity when the world is kind of going towards hoarding yeah. and um, selfishness? Yeah. And it was a fascinating conversation for us. So I don't know, Bill, have you and the family had any conversations like this? And what are you guys thinking? A little bit. I mean, our heart hasn't changed about giving. You know what I'm saying? We still feel like we need, you know, we're still supposed to give. And it's always been a trust issue. I, you know, I struggle with it more than, than, than I think my wife does again. But this idea of... God, I trust you with what we've been given, and so we want to trust you with what you've given us, so that so that we can give to others. But but even then, you know, I'm I'm drawn to stories on social media of people who have given. You know, like like there was a story once of a of a there was there was a homeless guy who was given a hundred dollars, and what he did immediately was he went to the store and he bought up a bunch of groceries, and then he went to other homeless people. And he handed out the groceries to people. That's amazing. This idea of like, I don't need all this, so I'm going to just purchase this and then I'm going to give. And I love that. And I don't know why, uh, you know, I, well, I, I know why in who we are as human beings that we're drawn to that because that comes from God, this idea of giving of our abundance to others. And I love that. And so I think that's the part I love about this is this challenge of of giving to those around you. So. Right. Have you guys come up with some ideas? So, yeah. So, you know, first and foremost, I'd say this is a great opportunity to take the three filters we talked about last week and bringing it into some practicality. Because, again, if God says, if the Bible is true and the God of Scripture is who he says he is, and that means that we are who he says we are, then we have to look at that and say, okay, 
God has promised that he will not only take care of the flowers of the fields and the birds of the air, he will also provide and take care of us. Yeah. And so we don't have to be fearful in this time. We can, with boldness, be generous in this time. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, we've had some good friends that have the gift of sewing, which I thought was a dead art, but it turns out... Apparently man, not. People are sewing up face masks and giving them away, and I'm just like, that's fantastic. I, I know our church did a, a big food drive for one of the local... Uh, pantries and uh, you know we were able to full an entire truck bed full of food donated to others and I thought that was fantastic there's a group that started in in our neighborhood called agape and um, that every day there's people going on hey I'm going to the shop the store does anyone need anything hey I picked up an extra roll of toilet paper an extra pack does anyone need anything and so there is these glimpses of generosity from God's yeah, people yeah, in yeah, crazy yeah. ways for my family what we kind of started to do is look at the filter of saying okay where are, the, where are the institutions outside of the local church that um, have been a blessing to us that may be going through some difficult times, you know? Mm. So um, Scottish Rite has helped our family immensely over mm. the last few years with my son and his injuries and stuff like that. And so we said, well, let's give some of that money to Scottish Rite. But yeah. as we started looking at it, we're like, you know what? The, the pool that Scottish Rite pulls from is um, the Christian as well as secular people. And so while they're they're always appreciative of finances we kind of said okay is there a specific group of people that maybe doesn't have that pool that would be suffering right now yeah, so yeah, yeah. one of my buddies um, his name is Danny uh, Danny Ray is uh, his stage name and uh, he goes around and he blends illusion with the gospel message and that's cool that's he does cool. an amazing job and that's how he has provided for his family for 20 years now right well every single summer camp that he does that he gets paid for is canceling right yeah, now. Everything's closed this summer. Every single show that he does in a church or in a youth ministry is closed right now. Yeah. And so I called him yesterday. And I said, "Hey, bud, how are you doing?" And he goes, "Man, we're we're struggling. Um, you know, we're looking at do we need to get a job at Walmart? Do we need to get a job at um, you know wherever just to put food on the table?" And so I took that back to the family. I said, "Here's the deal: we can make a real impact with our tithe of our our stimulus check." into this family who literally their entire income and they can't apply for a small business loan. They can't apply yeah, for yeah, there's no unemployment because he's, he's a one man show. This is a way that we can make a difference in their lives. And so I would say as a family, first and foremost, ask the question, what does it look like to tie their stimulus check to somewhere that's going to make a gospel difference that maybe just maybe they're suffering and they're yeah. really struggling right now? And maybe it is your local church. Maybe it's a church that you started to connect with online that you had no connection with before. Those would be great places for it. Yeah. But also look at those independent artists, those independent musicians that now all of their gigs are gone. Yeah. And all of their ability to provide for their families are gone. Yeah. And maybe if there's a musician or there's an artist that has spoken to you and your family that you really resonate with, maybe figure out a way to make a donation to them and their ministry or their mission in a way that can impact their family today. And so yeah. that would be the encouragement that I would have of, of really wrestling with that and making that happen. I love it. You know, the scripture tells us that we are ambassadors for Christ. I think uh, in Second Corinthians uh 520 to 21 says, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ as as though God were making an appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. He made him he made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And so this idea that 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 we're ambassadors is not just by voice, but by deed and by action. Right. That that that, that sometimes right now, the biggest way that we could do this is sharing this 
abundance of of wealth. Let's right. be honest. Let's right. be honest. We're in America. We have right. an abundance of wealth. Right. And so, so if we can say, God, direct my steps today. Like, I, like maybe you haven't received received the uh, the stimulus check yet, or maybe you've already spent it. And you're like, oh no, what am I going to do? Right. It's okay. It's still an opportunity to share hope. So finding a way to go, God, God, can you can you help me see who who needs this? So so walking around your day, you know, in the very beginning, I know people were were grabbing gobs of toilet paper and they were literally walking standing outside of Kroger and H E B and Walmart and waiting to see that kind of lost looking older individual who's kinda of like, I didn't get everything I needed. Right. And they were like, Did you get toilet paper? Oh here here you go. Right. And giving them their groceries and going, Here, whatever you need, take and so that shares hope in a way that we'll never understand. Right. And we're like, well it's toilet paper. Well, yeah it was, but it was it was a hopeless situation that you spoke Hope into it was a tangible way that God can provide and answer prayers for people that may have no relationship with God right now. Um, you had talked yeah. about earlier, and maybe it's the story you want to share about um, just the the contrast that an individual a friend of yours has um, with a uh, he's living with someone who doesn't have faith, and he's just amazed by the fear that's consuming them yeah. because they don't know. And and all of a sudden he woke up realizing why don't I have this fear? And it's because of God in my life, knowing that even if the worst thing is to happen, I get eternity with him. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's interesting. So, so we're having this conversation. And I have some friends who struggle with their faith. They struggle with certain points of the scripture, which, I mean, just take a number. We've all got issues. We've, we've all got things that we struggle with that we don't like or whatever. But it was so neat because this person's been struggling for so long and their roommate is not a follower of Jesus. They're not even a believer. I don't know if they even believe in God. But through this, they have had a underlying anxiety of fear of the what ifs. And all along, He's been kind of living with this, well, it's going to be okay. And again, things are happening. People are getting sick. This is a real disease. Right. But, but, but at the same time, he has this inner peace that he forgot about because for so long, our world looked the same. Right. We saw people who didn't know Jesus doing really great things. And we said, well, that, then why do I need Jesus? It's, right. like the, it's, like, it's like the follower of Christ who goes to church on Sunday, but it's a jerk every other day. And they're like, well, the only thing that's different with you is you have to get up early on Sundays. I get to sleep in <laughs> right. with my hangover. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And so, so now the lines have been dropped to hope, hopeless. Right. And we have the only hope in the world because of Jesus Christ. So we forget about this. We forget that we have this opportunity to go, man, you know, in the very beginning of this, God gave me the words, pierce hopelessness. And we have this opportunity to pierce hopelessness as a follower of Jesus that no one else in this world ever will get. We get this opportunity. So it's not just handing money to somebody. It's when we're handing money, we're handing hope to people. We're remembering that they're not just a person who needs a meal. They are an entire story that God wants to intervene and say, I want to change. And you could be the person that changes it by saying, hey, I wanted to give this to you. God put you on my heart. And they might be crying out to God and going, God, I I need to see if you're real. And they're waiting for your phone call to go, hey, you know what? I know this might sound weird, but God put you on my heart and here's some money. I'm thinking of the movie Schindler's List. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. Great movie. Oh, yeah. Hard movie to watch. Um, yes. But it's that it's that climactic moment at the end where Schindler has to be removed from the factory because, um, you know, it, it, the, the, the Germans are descending on him. And so the, the factory workers want to rescue him. And so he's leaving and he's there on the train in his car and he has this epiphany moment of like, I could have done more. Yeah. Like my gold tooth filling could have provided life for three more people. And I think that's where I don't want any of us to be at that moment where we said, I could have done more, 
I could have done more. Yeah. And this is our opportunity to do more, to be different than the world. And rather than be the hoarders, we're the generous ones because we have the hope of Christ. And it's not just yes. impacting us and our, our calendar on Sunday mornings. It's actually impacting our attitude, our outlook, everything. And so we can sit down and say, you're struggling. You know what? Times are tight, but I'm going to do what I need to to help out. Yeah, we want to move all of us from future regret to future greatness. So, so, or even think of the word. We want to move you from future regret to future generosity. Future generosity. There we go. That's the word. Sorry, it's on the fly and it's freezing out here right now. <laughs> but I was looking this up in John thirteen thirty five. It says, it says, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. At this current moment, no one cares about your social media posts. No one cares about your rights as an American. No one cares about the, about, because everything right now is a bomb. So people aren't, people aren't, aren't, aren't listening. They're just reacting. Right. And so, but what they, what they can see is when you share hope with them in a way that's tangible. Yes. So here's, here's some money. Here's some groceries. It it's a heart of generosity, not even just 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 a wallet of. Here's a phone call. Exactly. Here, you're not forgotten. Here's a phone call. Here's a conversation. Here's remembering how good things have been in the past. You yes. know. Yes. And so all of those things can make a huge implication. So again, take some time. And and again, that's why you know the three filters are important, and that's why the conversation last week was so important because it allows us to sit at the feet of Jesus, and Jesus is faithful, and he will begin to put people in our hearts and in our minds that we may disagree with politically, that we may disagree with any number of ways, but they're all of a sudden on our hearts and in our minds, and God is calling us, be tangible grace to them, be tangible hope to them, and connect with them and see how I have stirred them and prepared them to receive the gift that you are going to give. Perfect. So tonight at dinner, if you've received your stimulus check, or if you have not, and you want to do this, take an envelope. Right. Write down the number of what you want to give on it. So 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 when you receive your stimulus check, if you want to give ten percent or a hundred bucks or five, whatever it is, put that envelope on the table and say, kids and family, bring this family and go. What do you think God wants us to do with this money right here? Right. Who do you think we're supposed to give this to? Yep. Put your hands on that, on, you know, on on that on that envelope, and pray over it, and say, God, direct our steps to who's supposed to get this, and then have the conversation with your kids, because you're not just teaching them to give money away; you're teaching them to have a generous heart in the midst of crisis to impact people's lives. Yeah, forever. Right. And so, so, so taking this time to go, they will know that we're disciples by our love for one another. You are teaching your grandchildren as you sit there at the dinner table with your kids tonight to show them what it's like, because what they will remember. Is, is, is what happened here that was life-giving Absolutely. 10 years from now. Yep. And they will do the same thing to their children. Yep. So take this time. Let this be a proactive moment. Just like we said, let this be a, a point of, what, what did Brian say? Reconnection. Reconnection with the Lord and with your family to say, this is how we're doing it from this point on. Yesterday is gone. Today's a mystery. I think that's what Vanilla Ice said. I don't really, I'm pretty sure he said <laughs> it. But, dun, 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 but I'm pretty sure Jesus said it too. Dun, so. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jesus over vanilla ice, but I'm whatever. I'm going to go with that too. But taking this time to do that and make it, making that a, that a priority. And so great, great word today, man. Absolutely. Appreciate God it. bless you guys. Hey, if you haven't had a chance date to night. yet, we have date night coming up on yeah. June 18th. And there's a great opportunity to reconnect. And maybe that's what you do. Maybe you look at a, uh, at you know signing up and then finding a couple that is wrapped up in fear or, or anxiety or stress. Or maybe there's some tensions within the marriage that weren't there before. Yes. And bless them and, and get them there as well. Because I promise you, it will be an amazing date, date night of laughter, of yeah. games, of fun.
fun and of the gospel hope being proclaimed in a very simple, tangible way yes. for them to come alive. That's our goal with that meeting and that, that date night is that people would come alive. So sign up and maybe, just maybe, sign up another couple to join you so that they could see what you already have. Yeah, come on now. It's going to be a good time. We're going to laugh. We're going to have fun. We're going to reconnect. It's going to be a night that you're not you're not going to want to not going to want to miss. Right. So sign up today. The link will be in our bio for the for this podcast. So check it out. And here's the deal. Um, if you know a couple that needs it, but you don't have the resources for them, let us know. We will absolutely scholarship. They don't even need to know yep. where it came from. They don't even need to know what it's about. We just wanted to get them there so that they would hear maybe for the first time the good news of Jesus and how it transforms everything. Yep. Info at knownlegacy.org. Send us an email about them and how we can sponsor them that night. But yep. sign up today if you haven't had a chance. We are so thankful for you guys. We believe in your families. We know this has been a hard time, but we are grateful for those who have continued to fight for their families. And be known for generosity in this difficult time. Check us out on Instagram, Known Legacy, known, uh, Facebook, Known Legacy Ministries, or www.knownlegacy.org. You can hear all of our previous podcasts, all of our fun stuff on there, and sign up for that for that date night, as well as our newsletter yep. that we are filling out now. So make sure that you guys sign up for that. You, you want to stay up to date on what we've got going on. There'll be some good stuff in there. There'll be some encouragement, as well as some tangible ways to impact your family. And as always, share the podcast. Yes. Have you guys a, a great day, and enjoy the rest of this quarantine. Yes. Or what do we call reconnection? Yes. Have a great day. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy Podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.